Hello and welcome back to the Five Back Podcast. New week, long weekend. The first episode, sadly, without Ethan in Five Back Podcast history. But I'm joined today by Aiden and Liam. Boys, how are we feeling? How was the long weekend? It's been an extended long weekend for me and I've loved it. It was great. I did not work Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. It was amazing. Man, that, time off. that sounds that sounds very good, Liam. Finished some summer school stuff, so now it's actually summer vacation. You know, minus working and stuff, but you know, it's good. Good long weekend. Well, sports are s- slowly, slowly getting back into play. NFL season is almost here. Still, MLB. Actually, Frank, we should start off with the MLB quickly before we start. Because there is five days until the Premier League season, which is really exciting for us here on the pod. You know, we start off as a soccer podcast. We have that FPL league. So we're going to be talking a lot about that first. But there's a few things I want to dive into from other sports. We will be talking about the Eric Carlson trade. But the first thing I want to ask you guys is, did you see the fight that happened in the MLB <laughs> that was over solid. the weekend? I did not. That was so fucking solid. Oh, God. Well, Liam, do you remember the Jose Bautista punch when he got punched? Yes. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Well, that sort of happened again. But it was so <laughs> le- like less instigated. Like it came out of nowhere. But it was so fucking good. Like that was a solid. Yeah. So it happened. Ironically, happened the same night as the Jake Paul Nate Diaz uh, fight. But it was between the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. And uh, I'll pull up the video for you here, Liam, so you could see it. I don't think I've actually ever seen, like, two guys, like, legit square up. Yeah. Like, usually it's just, like, gloves are on, like, a punch is thrown. But, like, Tim Anderson legit squares up. Yeah. He drops his glove. He's ready to throw. And then watch this. Gets one right hook and then knocked out. Just slept. Yo. Just got slept there by Jose Ramirez of the Indians. So I don't even know, Melon. What like what was wrong in the first place? What do you think he was mad at? As someone that like you know plays baseball, I don't really. All I see, all I see is like, he says it's a hard tag, but I mean, what else do you expect? The ball's coming in that fast. You're sliding head first, so I mean, like, he doesn't really have much of a choice. Like, it's more than likely going to be a hard tag. Just so like maybe, maybe reactions. like, did it's not like he had time to like catch it, yeah. bring it down, and like absorb it. Like it was just bang like that. Like yeah, I saw. It kind of looked like it hit the back of his head while he was while he was going through. I guess that's a wild stop right there. But yeah. So I guess Ramirez had a problem with it. I just I thought he was like reaching for a hand up, and it looked like he just didn't get it or something. And then all of a sudden they were just chirping, and then this. And then he just and then he just goes. Umpire made the smart decision to get out of there and. And then oh, just he slugged him. And then just absolutely sleeps him. Now, are you a fan of Tim Anderson? He's pretty controversial in the league. Like, He's pretty controversial. Yeah. I mean, he is still a pretty good player. So I, I mean, he has sucked this year, and then he gets he gets how, slept. How embarrassing is that, though? Like, he squares off, like... Yeah, like he guy. starts. He, he looks. Starts it. He looks like you know he's the favorite in the fight. He's got good stance going on him. But like, how do you bounce back from this mentally? <laughs> Like, if you're Tim Anderson, you're just getting clowned nationwide this week. 
how do you how do you bounce back from this? Cause like he got knocked the fuck out. That was the best undercard he could have had all. Yeah, look, all MLK, he's stumbling, he's stumbling to get back to the to the dugout. Did he play again that night probably, or uh, no? They probably both got kicked. Yeah, out. They, well, obviously they, he got slapped. Just oh. what a <laughs> man had no idea what he was punching. He just. Punched. Bro was just Hot. swinging, eh? More entertaining than the Diaz-Paul fight. Bro was just swinging, but like... And then Ramirez showed up the next day with boxing gloves. Yeah, or something. Yeah, or, usually, usually I, think, I don't know if that was... Them. Yeah, I thought that was an old photo that they pulled oh, up after that, which I was pretty I guess in funny. baseball, there's not enough, a lot of time for, like, tensions to die down because you're playing so often, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they played each other like, the next day. They played each other the next Unless day. Unless they get suspended, though. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. But, yeah, but even the teams are probably, like, a bit fired up now. Oh, yeah, that usually happens. Yeah. Yeah. Especially playoff baseball, too, and stuff. Or so, rowdy. I, I, honestly, I don't know how you bounce back for that. That's got to be, like, hum, that's got to be, like, the most humbling thing ever, especially when you're, in, like, having a bad season and then you get knocked the fuck out. The only way you can come back from that is if you, like, actually fucking go off. And turns, like, like turns it around. Yeah, like, the bat just lights up <laughs> and, like, it just, the average shoots up. Yeah. Like, everything has to shoot up and, like, so what 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 would you what would be your favorite knockout this fight or the Jose Batista one? Nah, that one's so much better because like there was actually a knockout. Like Jose Batista just got rocked. But I think I think that might have put a little bit more respect on Batista's name because he ate that punch. I don't know if you remember Liam. I'll see if I can find the. Uh... I remember like see how many years ago was it? Ooh, this was quite a long like time 15, ago. Fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah. Fifteen. Here, here's here's the Batista one just for comparison. Oh, like 2015. Yeah, look, yeah. look. Oh, 2016. Oh, wait, is that? Here's the Batista one where he just gets absolutely rocked. But he ate that hoe. See what I mean? Okay. No, like his glove isn't even. Odor's glove isn't even off. Like th those two guys are actually fucking squared up. Yeah, this. But th I mean, you gotta give him respect. He ate that. And bitch slaps him with his glove. And then Tim Anderson. <laughs> Tim Anderson goes down. So. The, the Brian Pepsich says this tops the Bautista fight. Oh, for uh, sure. Because I think the squaring up and then just getting slapped. I feel like Bautista took it more into the cheek, though, not just on the jaw. getting slapped. I mean, it's good that we have someone to pass the torch to because that odor Bautista fight was pretty iconic. And then there's the Bryce Harper one where he threw that helmet at the pitcher. And now we have oh my God. a new king of baseball fights. Not something you see happening often. But uh, honestly, I'm in favor of, of making baseball fights become become a thing. Like in hockey, you know, they're, they're usually pretty entertaining in that sense. But uh, we'll move on to hockey. Now, this is, a, this is interesting as both of you guys are fans of both of this, these teams, which is it's kind of perfect to have you both on. Um, we have our course talking about the Eric Carlson blockbuster that happened yesterday. What really called him? Now, before we look into the details, I want your initial thoughts. What you thought instantly when you saw the the uh, trade go down? Finally. Finally. I, I like I knew we were in the mix for a while, and it was like seeing a lot of shit about like Carlson and possibly to Pittsburgh or Carolina or like Seattle. I was just like, okay, like let's get this over with, like. If it's going to happen, let it happen. And then, like, once you saw that we signed Drew O'Connor to that, like, really small deal or whatever, it was, like, seven seventy five for, like, two years. Yep. That gave us, like, whatever room we needed to 
buyout or something. So they're like, say, wa- they were just saying, like, watching it. And I t- opened my phone, like, the one time, and it was just like Carlson Middell to Pittsburgh. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I saw Elliot Friedman put out a tweet saying, like, things are heating up, but yeah. I wouldn't have expected it to come. Liam, what were your thoughts well, on so- the straight instantly? It was it was it was funny because I wasn't on my phone and I got a text message from Jared. He said, "You see the trade?" I said, "Like what trade?" And I had I had heard like from like a, you know, the upcoming or the past weeks that there was something between Pittsburgh and the Sharks brewing. I'm like, "Oh no!" And then he's like, "You see the trade?" I'm like, "What trade?" Go on my phone and I don't know. I mean, if you would have said he was going to the Penguins at the start of uh, the off season, I was, I was pretty adamant on him staying because, you know, he's already one of the worst contracts we've had. You know, we may as well ride it out. Like we're in our rebuild. Yeah. He's coming off of a really strong season. We'll see if he repeats it with Pittsburgh, which I think he might, you know, Pittsburgh's a solid team, even though a lot of them are getting up there in age, but the return, like I know initial thoughts, I feel like we got slightly fleeced. I was gonna when I when I saw the trade at first, I thought there's n- like there's San Jose got absolutely manhandled by Kyle Dubas. But you put on your story like you know what you said I like not that bad or whatever. Yeah, uh, could could be worse. I think is the term you used. It, but yeah. now looking at it, do you think this is pretty shit return? It would be if we didn't have that condition on their first round pick. So the, there was like the something about like a, a top ten protected like pick, whether it's like for this year or twenty twenty five. Like Hoffman's kind of a dud. Granlin's Hoffman is a dud. Granlin's like a solid sure. like center. Sure, top six. And then I don't know much about Ruta. I'm not sure what you could top, add to that. He's a bottom pairing guy. Bottom pairing guy, he, exactly. He didn't play too much, but I mean like role wise and like. He, He's a tough guy. Like, yeah. honestly, he's not like a bad guy to have. Now, I mean, what, what do you think about like losing DeSmith and everything too? Like, I know you guys have Yari, but DeSmith well, wasn't that bad of a goaltender. Like, either. here's the thing: we signed Najelkovic, so oh, that shit. left us with three goalies, which was kind of like, okay, Najelkovic didn't have a great season in Detroit. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, he'll probably sit in the minors, and if a goalie gets hurt, which we've had a lot of problems with the past couple of years, he'll come up as like the third goalie. Yeah. So it kind of left us in a weird spot with that. So getting rid of DeSmith, I guess, makes sense. And now that leaves us with like only like six or seven million on goalies, which isn't bad, all things considered. And I absolutely love getting Gronlin and Petrie off our books because Petrie was making like 6.25, Gronlin was making five. So... I absolutely love losing those two contracts. Well, I actually, I actually saw something saying that uh, this trade actually cleared $3.1 million off Pittsburgh's oh, yeah. total cap, which is pretty impressive considering you're bringing in Eric Carlson, who has that high cap hit. We but, only retained, I think, about like $3 million on his contract or something. But like it, literally like one and a half million. Like okay, we're paying, yeah. We're paying, so we're paying $10 million of his $11.5 million contract. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And we retra- we retain like twenty five percent of Petrie's contract, so I mean that's yeah, uh, it's tough. But, but you have to time, move them. We are like seventy nine thousand dollars over the cap hit Munch- right now, yeah, which is impressive as fuck. And Montreal, I think, was a very solid middleman in this trade. They they won with with DeSmith, like the Mont Montembo or whatever. The yeah, he's he's okay, but like 
I think DeSmith is going to be a solid addition. For and they Montreal. they have they brought Petrie in, who's been who's, who's been, been there, there before. before. And I you know, don't listen. I don't understand why we ever traded for him. I'm just yeah. going to blame that on Hextel's dementia or something. Well, he was remember he Philly, Philly legend, so yeah, <laughs> maybe it was maybe some collusion. Sabotage. And then a second to to Montreal, which is pretty, uh, yeah. you know, fair enough, I guess. But what uh, I mean, Montreal, I think you could say is. If not the winner, but definitely up there close to the winner of this trade, just being a middleman like facilitator. Like, they don't give up a lot, and they get back some decent returns. Obviously, Eric Carlson, the big name, but the only defense I could give Mike Greer in this trade is that he managed to only have to retain that little off of Carlson's contract. Yeah. Um, and you get a first. And we get and we get a first. That's really solid too. Um, but I was gonna say, like. Like you said, Connor, second pick to Montreal. The more the drafts continue, the more we're seeing gems being found in like the later rounds. Which yeah. it's like obviously a first round is pretty solid, but I feel like you could have even added another pick to that trade for it to even be remotely close. Not maybe like a second or doesn't have to be a first, just for that to be like a little sweeter. But yeah. like I said, Carlson has a brutal contract. Like, last year was the only season he kind yeah. of actually... And, I mean, when we first got him before, he had that whole injury. Like, it's tough because he made history in San Jose, and now he's moving on to something else. But you guys will still get a solid... If he's healthy, you guys will still get a solid five five years out of him, I'd say. That's yeah. all he's got left on his contract. So exactly. that's all we need. Like, yeah. That's how, interesting. Like, how... Uh, how ex- are you excited that he's there? Do you pair him with Chris Letang on your top pairing? You no, might be lacking I, a little bit no. <laughs> defensively there, but just, imagine the points between those two. Yeah, like I, I'm thrilled to get him. Like obviously we've seen like firsthand and being here in Ottawa, like I've yeah. been to plenty of games and watched him play. Like fuck, like you know the guy can play. He just dropped a hundred points and on no a shit offense. team. No, no, uh, yeah. on a dog Dude, shit team. A shitty San Jose, a rebuilding San Jose yeah. team. Yeah. Like, he just got a lot shitter. Yeah. So like, obvious. I don't think he'll put up the same numbers, but I feel like we're also not going to be asking him to put up the same no. numbers. Your first power play is going to be gross, though. It's like both are power plays. Like Latang, Carlson, like both those guys running the power play. Like that's going to be absurd. It, even if we put them both on the power play, like that gives us yeah. fucking yeah. Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson. Getzel's up there Getzel, too. Getzel's hurt right now, but I mean, he'll get out there. And you guys still have Raquel? Raquel will be on the second unit with, like, it'll be fucking absurd. And yeah. as long as we actually play, like, a half decent style of hockey, I feel like yeah. it'll work great. So. so, do we think we could see Pittsburgh make a run this year for the cup? I mean, they're running out of time for their. I was going to say, I think we have a three year window. Three year window right now? Mm-hmm. Like, realistically. Like, this is the start of the window. If anything, I think this is the end. Oh, it's the end, but we have, like, three legitimate years before Crosby, Malkin, and Latang just, like, can't do it. Well, I think we're already seeing Malkin drop. Yeah. No, I've been... I've Fast. I, I know Malkin's been dropping for years. Like, he's not the same player that he once was. Crosby's so, still kicking it, though. Crosby is probably a lot more underrated now than I think a lot of people give him credit for. Just because everybody's so high on, like, McDavid, Matthews... McKinnon, like yeah. all these players Even are so high on them. Drysidle. Drysidle. Like they're so high on those guys that what Crosby does goes under the radar. And Crosby still wins 
us games. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you you think you think you could see a push this year? I mean, I you're definitely looking to. better. I would love to. Like, I think we have to. I don't think yeah. <laughs> after yeah. doing this, yeah. we can't just be like, okay, yeah, we're a wildcard team. Like, yeah. I, I would legitimately need to see us actually push this year. So are you are you a believer in Dubas? Oh, I fucking... The guy has made... He made himself GM earlier this week, and then he pulls <laughs> this off. Like, Is he the Messiah? The guy has been a godsend for us. Like, losing that game to Chicago might have been the best thing we've ever fucking done. The butterfly effect, like fuck, like, I'm thrilled. Like what he's doing, like I honestly think he did a good job in Toronto. He just yeah. like the guys didn't yeah. win. Yeah, like he yeah. built a he built a legit team over there. Like he gave them everything they needed, and then they just did not win. So yeah, yeah. like I also came in at a tough time when Tampa Bay was really fucking strong. So like I am fully prepared to wait a decade until we see the playoffs again. And I'm being I am being dead serious. I do not think we will be a, anywhere close to the playoffs for at least five years. That's then, debatable. Uh, I don't know, man. Like if you if your young guys come in, like well, if you guys properly develop them, like if you Eklund could be a stud. We have some guy who's been in our system for so long. We've spent so much like time trying to develop him, and he's just been a dud. And he was supposed to be so promising. Uh, Ryan Mer- or Merkley, Merkley. Yeah. he was supposed to be so promising Eklund I'm, that's the only thing I'm excited for this year just to see him like see what he can do on a deadbeat team he has no pressure I mean Zadina too he was a no pressure signing he literally has no expectations in San Jose a yeah. 1 million dollar contract like if he bounces back he's a what a former 7th overall pick or something so like that like a 4th yeah. isn't he or something 4th or something Merkley no, no uh, Zadina oh Zadina yeah 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 and, he, and he's like well, how old is he now like 24 Maybe twenty two or twenty three. Yeah, so he's like he didn't really give much of a shot in Detroit, but yeah. Detroit's a fucking dumpster fire along themselves. So, so we'll see. I mean, should be an exciting season for you know multiple reasons, not for the Sharks obviously, but you know we have Bedard coming up. Like we said last on last pod, this is a phenomenal rookie class. Like that Calder run, which you know, it's kind of the long sided, but it's a lot of young guns. I think are going to be good this year. Yeah. So. Well, like I said last week, I don't know if a season like this stunts the growth of your young guys or improves them because they're getting playing time. Yeah. It's tough to say. I mean, Mike Hoffman might be your first line <laughs> left wing so, or center Fuck. there. So. I have to get a Hoffman jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, you do not. You do not need a Hoffman jersey. <laughs> Please do not get that at all. Um, well, I guess, I mean, we could try this Puck Duku if you want. Sure, or I'm down. Could, uh, I play these every day. I haven't done today's though. Yeah, so Puck Dooku's kind of like Wordle uh, mixed with footy tic tac toe. It's literally like the quizzes we do when Connor says, Give me a player who's played on this team and this yeah. team. And Malin, I don't know if you're. Uh, Is it just like the words it? though? You'll see it if he pulls it up on. Okay. He's going to pull it up on the screen. You'll Once you see it, it'll make complete sense. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. This has been taking the uh, I don't know NHL social media by storm here. But let's. No, these are actually so fun. It's like... Give it a shot for today's. This is what we're looking at. We're going to kind of have two quizzes today, this being one. Um, So... Okay. What we're looking for is someone who played for Nashville, Winnipeg, LA, Nashville, New Jersey, Nashville. You know what I mean? Yeah. Played for five plus teams, but also played for Winnipeg. So let's try and see if we can do this together. Boys, who has the first call they want to make? I think Nino Niederreiter is um, oh, yeah. a 
Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Nashville. Winnipeg, Nashville. Have fun spelling that. Just, yeah, Nino. Nino. <laughs> Nino Nino Rider. Let's see. Perfect. Oh, there we go. So not not too much of a rarity one. 40% of people thought of yeah. that. But you know what? We're, let's just try and get it done yeah, before yeah. we worry about getting lower in the percentage. percentage. Um, for for Montreal, LA, I, I immediately go to Philip Deneau. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. So... I honestly, am. I'm not sure if we're what if we're doing this in a particular order, but I also, and I know we don't really speed run, but I have LA and Nashville. Well, let Melon see if he can yeah, figure yeah, out. Yeah. Let, no, you, you no Melon, it's your turn to figure out a square Ooh. here. <laughs> see if you can put any of them together. If not, he can uh, he can slide it and save you here. Fuck. Um, like I was thinking Winnipeg, Montreal, Pierre Luc Dubois, but that didn't happen. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fantasy land there. <laughs> but that was supposed to happen according yeah. to PLD. But Anything? New, New Jersey, Nashville, PKC band. Oh, oh, there's a good one coming out of there. I knew there was somebody. Melon. I knew there was somebody there, there, and I was just like, who the fuck is 49. It? We haven't got under 39%, <laughs> but Liam, come back in, see if you can get a square for us. Uh, Arvidsson, L.A., uh, Nashville. Arvidsson, L.A., Nashville. Nice, That's Liam. A good one. Victor. Ar- oh. Okay, I'll, let me just try Just write Arvidsson. <laughs> yeah, let me. Oh, is Magnet? Is it? No. No, no it's Victor. How Scroll does... down. Scroll down. You got Well. I'm trying to figure out how to spell his fucking name. <laughs> and then we'll keep... It's A-R-V-I. Victor Ard. Is it A-D-D-R? It's, A- it's A-R-V. Just Google it, Liam. <laughs> oh, right here. <laughs> yeah, Anyways, Arvid said 44%, 44. 44. There. Um, Spelling's not our strong suit. Now, we oh. got five plus teams played no, career. Guns. What? We could have used Subban for Montreal too. Oh yeah. That's but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now we might be uh, jammed, but we can let's go to the five plus teams see what we can work oh, out. Oh yeah, Montreal, New Jersey, we might be. Jammed. But we got to be careful with the five plus teams because we could be. Uh, yeah. Winnipeg and um, five plus teams. So I'm thinking Jeff Carter has been on Columbus, L.A., Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I don't know where you got Anything Columbus else? from. He started in Columbus. Columbus, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Jeff Carter. Okay. Jeff Carter? Yeah. Philadelphia. So there's four. I didn't know he played on Col- Are you thinking Mike Richards? No. Jeff Carter was Philadelphia too. Oh my gosh. I don't want to Google it. Could um could Paul Statsny be one for Winnipeg? Because he's been Paul Statsny has been everywhere. So let's Or yeah. Let's see if Paul Stasny works. Yes, he does. Twenty three percent lean with the lowest percent. Of the P- Puck Dooku so far. LA's going to be a tricky one. LA five plus teams is going to be a tricky one. They're so fucking young. I'm just trying it. to think of like who did they have like back in the day. Where like, did. When they're making their deep runs. Well, if we want to go way back, try to get the lower percentage. Um, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Melon. Montreal, New Jersey, Tyler Tolley. Oh! oh! You are a smart cookie, aren't you? Let's select that. Oh, it's not up to date as of today. Maybe they have to play at least. I think they, they have, have to play, play at least yeah, one game. They have game. to play at least one yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now yeah, we. Well, that fucking. Um. <laughs> Gretzky was L.A. Edmonton Rangers. That's it, right? St. Louis. St. Louis. That's it. Um, Messier oh, was. Google something. 
that that'd be that would probably be cheating. Yeah, I don't know, but just just shoot it out. Just shoot it out. I was thinking Winnipeg, Montreal, Eric Comrie. Oh yes, that is it. That is one. Is that C O M R E? Yeah, Eric Comrie. Oh shit! Incorrect. Guys, we're both confident on that. Did Andrew Ladd have a detour in Montreal or no? No, Mont- no, he was Winnipeg. Islanders. Um. So the good thing about this is we have two shots to get it, but then we can we can continue Wait. afterwards. It just oh. won't count towards like our fuck. Um, hold on. Did Ilya Kovalchuk play in Winnipeg? No. He played for Atlanta. Would that yeah. count? I don't. No, I don't no. think Montreal Winnipeg. I would say Kovalchuk. Hmm. Um, two shots left. Uh, I don't know if I explained for the audio listeners. Our top rows: Nashville, Montreal, five plus games cleared, and then on the side we have Winnipeg, LA, New Jersey. Um, Winnipeg and oh fuck, New, New Jersey five plus teams. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good shout. Yes, Taylor 8%. Hall. Eight percent. That's gonna be tough to beat, Melon. Wow. Wow. So now we're looking at LA five plus teams. Did Galchenyuk play uh, Winnipeg? No, but he's no. been everywhere else in his life. Uh, and then Montreal, Winnipeg, and Montreal, New Jersey still need to be thought of. Um, okay. Let's delegate each one a square. Who wants to think of Montreal, Winnipeg players? I can try and do that one. Do you want New Jersey, Montreal, or do you want New Jersey, Montreal? Doesn't matter to me, man. Like, okay. Just, just honestly, just think and see if we can figure something well, out. Well, I don't know. Montreal. Oh, um, uh... There was a defender for Montreal. I think he played Winnipeg and um, Edmonton. Winnipeg, like Winnipeg, Montreal. I think there's a defender. Oh, 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 oh. P- no, not Pionk. Um, Didn't? Yeah, Pionk played Winnipeg. Yeah, but he's he not, is Winnipeg right now. Yeah, he's not on Montreal. I don't think. You know, I don't no. think Neil Pionk ever played for Montreal. No, I don't think so. Um, New Jersey, Montreal. I just thinking Max Pacioretty, but. Unless he started. No, that was Zach Parise. No, yeah. No, I don't. Why can't we put. Patchetti played with the Devils. No, he didn't. Oh, wait, no, Hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes, Hurricanes. Shit, shit. My bad. Because um, if we did. Because uh, Devil. I think we could have put PK Subin at uh, Montreal Devils, and then I think we could have put that uh, Trenin, Trenin guy for uh, Nashville, New Jersey. But. Uh, Come on, let's close. let's just no. take let's just take a shot. How about it? Okay, let's uh, go. La five plus teams. Let's just put Jeff Carter. Let's see what happens. Oh. Keep just go. Keep playing. We'll get this. We we so we we only got six out of six out of nine. That's like sixty six percent basically. But um, so sixty nine. <laughs> um, La five teams. Um. Just think. Let's think some. De- let's think some of their death. Trevor Lewis. No. No. Dominic th- Moore. Who? Dominic Moore. Dominic Moore. No. no. What about? Has Derek Broussard ever played for the New Jersey Devils or Winnipeg Jets? Has he ever played for LA? Um, no, I don't think so. Because when we're going through LA, like, 
We there's Adrian Kemp. No, I'm thinking back in the day. I'm thinking like their old cup runs. They gotta have they gotta have someone like that we're missing there in the depth. Did Eric Stahl play for Winnipeg or New Jersey? No. No. Oh um. Um. Let's each get one more guess each, and then we might have to throw in the towel. Okay, what's um? Because this is tough. What the? Who scored the um? Alec Martinez. Yeah. That knows he no, Vegas. That's that's Vegas, LA. Vegas, LA. Come on. Oh, fuck, uh, Come on. Figure it out. Devils and. Wait. <sighs> I don't know at all. Uh, I think we might have to throw in the towel. Our first ever puck, Duku, we can't finish it. LA, five plus teams, Corpusalo. No. Corpusalo was uh, Columbus, Columbus LA, all, all, and, but Ottawa. Ottawa Wooden County hasn't played yet. Oh, wow. oh um, Liam, unless you have like, one more guess to throw in, we might have to throw in the towel. I feel like we're missing. Okay, Gretzky LA, was five plus teams. Brzgalov, Ilya Brzgalov, Ilya Brzgalov, or Craig Anderson. Wrong. No, Anderson. Why am I thinking he played for? <laughs> wow. What about um? Okay, Gretzky was Edmonton, L.A. Why? Gretzky's why am I thinking there work. was like he played like one? Wayne Gretzky is not going to work. Okay. No. But uh, damn, damn, our first puck, Duku, we're out. We can't fill the board. So let us know if you know a Winnipeg-Montreal player. I feel uh, like it's going to be so awesome. Yeah, so do I. A five-plus team played in career player who's played for the LA Kings and a New Jersey-Montreal player other than P.K. Subban. Please let us know as we failed our first puck, Duku. Just humbled, boys, eh? That was good, though. Just humbled. We did do a good job. Melon, you are the victor with getting the lowest percentage with Taylor Hall for some reason. Don't Not quite sure how. That <laughs> was 8%. Ken but Reardon played for Winnipeg, Montreal. Who? Dale Weiss. Oh, yeah, I'm going to remember Dale Weiss. Yeah, because he looks like a rat. Well, fellas, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the Premier oh, League. Montreal. Oh, this Montreal, better be good. You Winnipeg just... is Michael Perot. You know that guy? Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Or Matthew Yes. Perot. Can I can I try my transition now again? Yeah. You, well, gentlemen, as I said at the start of the show, the Premier League returns in five days, fellas. How excited are you for this, Melon? I'm fucking pumped. Back to every Saturday for you, Saturday Sunday of pain for you. I'm pumped. We're I'm I'm excited to see City smash Lutton in our first game. Luton, Lutton. I thought it was Lutton. Jesus Christ, we're off to a bad start. But Melon, are you looking forward to this season being someone that could be in a relegation battle? New Jersey, Montreal, Thomas Tatar. Answer the fucking question before we start looking <laughs> at how stupid we Fuck. were. Oh, what was the question? Are you excited for the Premier League season, even though you're a fan of relegation side? Yes, I am excited. I feel like we have potential to be higher than relegation. Yeah, like with the f actual like off like summer with Dice in charge and like he's actually like getting his training, his tactics, his shit down packed. Like I feel like we could be a lot like our preseason. We didn't let a goal in. Who'd you play though? 
we played sporting in our last one which isn't a bad competition but we did play some weaker teams obviously but nevertheless like out our offense wasn't fantastic either we we only scored a goal each game if we did so yeah and you just signed that striker there from uh, from Sporting. Um, any any hope in him? Oh, I'm so pumped for him. Like, I know it's like a joke and like football manager and shit, but I'm so pumped for the guy. Like, I feel like if Calvert Lewin gets hurt, he'll like he'll have to step in essentially, and he'll have to play that role. So I feel like if he gets a lot of minutes and stuff. Like he could really be good for us. And 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 uh, what what type of player is he? Do you know? Like is he is he skillful? Is he more of a of a hold up I think player? He is a bigger, he is a bigger body. Skinny but taller. I mean, like not like a heavier guy. But yeah, I think he's got some technical ability from some of the clips that I've seen. Like the guy can move the ball and like make runs and stuff. So I feel like he's a similar. Calvert Lewin probably a little more mobile though. Yep, yep, for sure. Which and I love, uh, so. you know, I'm ready to let the the decisions of 22 grown men make or break my mental health for a whole week. This is a big season for Chelsea. It's very up in the air how we're gonna do. I mean, preseason yes. looked. You guys are gonna be fine. Very promising, but in Kunku's out for I think three weeks uh, with it with or maybe even three months. Uh, I f- I forget now now that I bring it up, but uh, weeks to three months. It's a big difference. No, I think it's three weeks because I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's three that months. Big. But he has an MCL. Something wrong with his MCL and his knee. Yeah. I know he's missing the start of the season. I don't think it's three months, but you know, there's always a. Yeah, I read know. it wrong, but you know it's a big season for us. We need to bounce back, and uh, I think there's uh, no better way to do that than by uh, telling telling uh, the fans our predictions. So who wants to start? So we'll all start with our twentieth pick, and then we'll and then we'll move up. Liam, who do you have finishing twentieth? Luton, Luton Town. Yeah, and why is that? Um, you know, it's going to sound really ignorant, but. I don't really know the team much, and uh, you know, just put them there because I think everyone else is better. They don't, yeah, they don't really have a big name. No. Starting up, well, in twentieth, I put Sheffield United. Uh, they just sold their best player to Marseille, and they're now selling their second best player to Burnley, Sandra Berg, by the look of it. Um, yeah, I have no idea where the goals are going to come from in this team. They Daniel Jebison. don't really have a, a good defender other than that fellow from Bosnia. And okay, uh, I think they're looking looking like they might break Derby County's record of least points ever. So I definitely have Sheffield rock bottom. Melon, who do you have finishing rock bottom? I was... I was thinking Lutton too, is just because I don't think they've made enough signings, like prem quality signings. Is it Lutton or Luton? It's Luton. I think it's Lutton. Lutton. I think I that's know, the. It, uh, it depends. It depends on what my brain is. It's Luton. It's Luton Town. Luton Town. It's Luton Town. Everyone gets slandered. Well, you're gonna get slandered for. Regardless, we're all getting slandered. So. Well, in 18th, I have Luton. 19th. 19th. Or 19th, rather, I have Luton finishing because, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're going to be pretty bad, but I think it's going to be vibes. I mean, like this is their first time in the prem, I think ever. Then yeah. that tiny ass stadium, I think they're they're going to have a good time. But I think when it comes down to it, they will not be staying up. Luton Town nineteenth for me. I I but I think they could shock us, in a, in a sense that like they they could not finish like horribly. Like I feel like it'll it will be tough for a lot of the teams to go into those that stadium and 
win game. Yeah, it might be a fortress because yeah. it's so small. They're so close to the pitch. Who knows? Who knows? You know, you home might. fans do a lot for a team. Eggs are being thrown from the backyards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like they could shock us. Nineteenth, uh, I was gonna say Wolves, but I'll move them to eighteenth. I'll put Sheffield at nineteenth, just because they're losing guys now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was gonna say they have more, and they have a bit more prem experience than Luton, so that's why I have them above Luton. I also yeah. have Sheffield nineteenth as well. Yeah, as well. Just same same reason. reasons. Like yeah. they don't really have a big name, or or anyone you think you could surprise yeah. there. Because it wasn't um, last time they were in the prem, didn't they have Ramsdale? Uh, y- <sighs> didn't he get relegated? With I don't them? know. Uh, yes, I think they did have Ramsdale on that, but I I think Dean Henderson was starting for them back then. Coming in at 18th, Melon, who do you have? I just said I have Wolves. I feel like they've given up so many players and they've lost a lot of quality. Yeah, and they have. Uh, have they even made a signing? Like, I legit, I don't even think I've seen their name anywhere. Like they haven't been linked with anybody. They sold Nathan Collins. They got rid of Neves. They got rid of Matinho. They got rid of Jimenez. Like, yeah. like I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It doesn't really seem like a team that wants to stay up right now, in my opinion. Well, I think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there. They're in big financial woes. But Liam, before I get on to that, who you have in 18th? Like, my bottom five could be interchanged, but my in 18th, I have Burnley. Burnley? Yeah. You don't you think, don't they're think staying any up team is staying up then? No, I don't think any team that came up is staying up. Interesting. Like uh, I, very interesting. But, but like I said, like, Wolves could easily slide in there. They're in my bottom five, but I just don't see the three coming up. I think Wolves 18th as well. Um, like Melon said, they haven't signed anyone. They're selling. I think there's big financial issues behind the scenes. They have a great manager. Uh, but I do not think he's very happy with the state the club's going. So who knows? Maybe he'll walk out. Maybe he'll leave. Um, but yes, I definitely see um, Wolves going down sadly because they were, you know, a very strong mid-table team. Well, they were. They, they were pushing were for Europe. Even they were low last year. For yeah, a they were low season. last they year. They were but, dead last for. But a while, like, weren't they? I, I swear to God, they finished like seventh one year, not too long ago. Oh yeah, they've they've they're always in the middle of the pack. Yeah. But last year they. We're in some yeah, trouble until they signed that new manager, right? So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Seventeenth, uh, I have Everton. Um, Damn, I don't see Everton going down purely because I think that that club is ready for the fight. Where I don't think Wolves are ready for the fight. I think Everton know it's going to be another struggling season. They need to stay up if they want that stadium built. Yeah. Um, I'm not too moved by your defense. Your midfield, who knows about injuries? And your attack leaves me questioning a lot. If DCL can play more than three games in a row, you might be good. You're looking like you're getting rid of Damari Gray. Yeah. You're going to go in the season with Townsend. Like, who's who's going to be your attack? I'm pretty sure we like go Townsend. Oh, there you go. Uh, like... I mean, I know Wolby wants out too. So that Daddy wants to play bigger matches, but I mean, that there really hasn't been anything. Daddy just told the fans like he's like, okay, like if you guys like you want me to communicate with you, realistically, like there's some things that could happen, but realistically, like not much else is gonna happen. Which it's shit to hear, but it's actually kind of nice to know that like, okay, you guys aren't planning to do much more, so you're being yeah. straightforward with us. Like it's what we want to hear, so. Um, I know I know we're gonna be low. 
I don't have any doubts about that. Um, but 17th, yes or no? I would like to say 16th or 15th. So who, with my hopes and dreams, like if I, I want to win a few more games this year, not be so devastated every fucking week. But <laughs> that's not asking for a lot. No, I think the way McNeil finished the season last year was really strong. I feel like if Danjuma can actually come in and oh, make a yes, difference, Danjuma and McNeil, I forgot about them. Like I feel like they could be a good, like positive attacking winger set. Um. Fuck, like we got rid of Tom Davies, thank God. Pickford's committed to it. Patterson, if he stays healthy, is a great young right back. Tarkowski, we let go of Cody. We got Godfrey. Yeah, like I don't. And like Ashley Young coming in can be like a good role model for like a lot of the players too. So, And I think from the looks of it in preseason, Amadou Onana mm-hmm. has taken a massive stride forward in his game. But will someone just buy them from you? That's in January. If if they're gonna buy, they're gonna have to pay a lot of fucking money for yeah. them. That's the thing. Like like a lot of guys are saying. Like I've seen a lot of shit. It's gonna be like eighty plus mil for them. Well, it's gonna be a similar situation as Caicedo, I think. That seems a little too much for me. But who do you have seventeenth? Seventeenth, Fulham. Fulham. You see a big drop off from Jesus. Fulham this year. And how come? I mean, they're losing a lot of players. They lost Solomon. They lost. They're more than likely going to lose Mitrovic. Yeah, that's still like, that's still or, up to. You know what? I, let's switch Fulham with Bournemouth. You're gonna put Bournemouth down there now. I yeah. Bournemouth seventeenth. I I don't like Bournemouth at all. I, how did how did Arsenal already bottle the table? <laughs> <laughs> it's like beginning of the season. Bournemouth is a, alphabetically. <laughs> how do you bottle a table already? With the ball? But you have Bournemouth. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about Bournemouth. It was I wanted to say Bournemouth seventeen. I had them seventeenth because I just don't think like Kiefer Moore and Solanke are enough to do anything. Yeah. I mean they showed team. flashes last year, and but then they lose Lerma. But with all the Palace. Jefferson Lerma. I thought he went to uh, Wolves. Crystal Palace. Oh. But especially with, I'm like, with all of the talent coming from other, like, areas of Europe this yeah, year, yeah. They, I don't, I just don't think they have, like, any shine or spark. And second them. season syndrome's a real, yeah. real yeah. thing, real worry. So, Bournemouth for two of you. Liam, who do you have in 16th? I put Wolves there. I had Wolves 16th, but I feel like, you know, they, they took a massive hit with everyone leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like... Bournemouth could easily be 16th and it's just the bottom of the five it's always so like neck and neck like you don't really know who's getting relegated until like the last week Mm -hmm. because they're so close to one another which is why it makes the relegation battle so interesting but I have Wolves at 16th 16th I have Crystal Palace Um, I think they are probably going to be losing Olise to either Chelsea or Manchester City which would be a big loss they lost Zaha Someone who's been there forever. Roy Hodgson could be a health risk of a stroke. <laughs> you know, he's like 75 years old. Um, I think he's a good manager. I like the signing of that young Brazilian, Franca, they brought brought in. But yeah. I think I could see a struggling season from Crystal Palace. So I'm going to put him 16th pretty confidently. Melon? 16th, I'll put Fulham there. Fulham? Yeah. And because you, you're if they lose Mitrovic, it's... I just I don't and that like they sign Willian and then lose him twelve days later like like I just I know that's not like a fucking massive thing but still like 
is there no appeal to play there either? Though? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel like second season syndrome. They are gonna drop. Yeah. Even after finishing so high last year, you think? I think it's coming. Interesting. Fifteenth, uh, I have the Forest, the Nottingham Forest. I think they have a good manager. Gibbs White is absolutely class, but I think they need to figure out their best eleven. Get rid of all the cluster. Get rid of all the confusion. Figure it out. Settle down and put a charge to stay up. Uh, so yeah, fifteenth, I have Forest. I have Forest fifteenth as well. Same reasons. It was fun to watch them. Like uh, towards the end of the season, there Gibbs White, like you said, was just baller. Because was he at uh, was he at Sheffield before? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and Wolves as well. Yeah, and I don't know. I obviously I don't think they're in relegation whatsoever. Yeah. But they also, I think they're just going to be like a um, middle bottom yeah. type. Uh, Depending on who they get back in that crease, because I think Navas is going back, Dean Henderson's going back. Yeah. Then they so. just sign. They, they have Matt Turner going in there, but like, there's a question mark over Matt Turner. But aren't they still talking about Dean Henderson though? I have, everyone's talking about Dean Henderson. I saw Saudi was talking about Dean Henderson. Wouldn't surprise me. The Melon. Now I have Everton. Everton. I'm, it's my hopeful, like, okay, we're not going to be that close to the bottom this year. Maybe we'll hit 40 points. Let's solve couple wins on a weekend, eh? Hey? You know. Would be nice. I, I think we can be full on the first weekend of the season. <laughs> Easily. I think we could. You have a score prediction, early prediction, get it in? 1-0. Obviously, these predictions are still hard to say because we have a lot, of, uh, a lot of transfers still coming in. But, yeah, uh, that's true. 14th. I have Burnley. I think Burnley could surprise. I think they're looking decent. I think they play good football. I think Vincent Company is a good manager. I think a lot of people have Burnley staying up in pretty high places, which means they could be dog shit. But, you know, they lost Mattinson, who was really important for them last season. I don't know. I think I think Burnley might, might uh, yeah, 14th. I think that's pretty fair for Burnley in my eyes. Melon? I think it's fair. I I have them higher. I have Nottingham at 14. Nottingham 14? Yeah. I think that's like there it's a mid mid low low mid table for Nottingham. I feel like that's fair. Like they spent a, you see that they're like the like the seventh highest spending team in England. Who Nottingham? Yeah, they spent like well, 200, they b- 230 million <laughs> on their 800 signings. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good ratio, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have Nottingham 14th. Yeah. I have uh, Palace 14th. Palace 14th. They took a big hit with losing Zaha, and like yeah. you said, Elise is probably on the way out soon. Um, I think they're just gonna be middle of the pack. Where they finished last season, they were still they were like what 12th or yeah, somewhere around somewhere there. around there. Like I I have uh, Melon's team right above them, so I don't know. I think I just think Palace is a 14th kind of team this year. That's fair to say. So, who do you have in 13th? 13th, I have Everton. Wow. I actually... I, wow. I put Everton... Back in them more than their own fan here. I just think, like, obviously, they don't really have anybody to shine. But maybe I, Dan Juma. Maybe, but exactly. Dan Juma could be that guy for Everton. Um, I think Everton's going to shock some people this season. Obviously, not, like... It's not Massively. Like not not a not mastery, but I, I do think they'll uh, like a Burnley under dice sort of season, maybe counterattack or. I feel like it's gonna just be like a lot of like one nil games. Exactly. Won't, like I don't, our wins like yeah. against. The, I feel like this year we could 
legitimately beat majority of those middle of the pack teams. Yeah. And like scrape scrape of the win. So who who do you got? Thirteenth. Who do I have thirteenth? I got it. Well, while you do that, I'll uh Did I say I'll last Burnley? You said Burnley. Yeah, I think yeah, no, I have Burnley 13th. Oh, you, no, yeah, you had you had Nottingham 14th. Yeah, yeah Burnley, you have Burnley 13th. 13th. Yeah, yeah. You think they're going to take a step as well? I think they'll be fine. I think they're it's going they're going to be that one team from the promotion that yeah. goes has a solid year yeah. so I So like a 13th. Fulham last year sort of thing. Well, I have 13th Fulham. I think you're right. They're going to take a step back, but I think if they can replace well, they have the manager to do it. Um yeah, so I think Fulham Fulham will still have a safe season. Uh, I think 13th is pretty good for Fulham. I mean, but uh, it does yeah. depend on that Mitrovic replacement for sure. 12th, I have Bournemouth. I fucking hate Bournemouth, um, but I think they're in a good they're in a weird position where they had a good season last year. Obviously, staying up for Bournemouth, um, they they had a good run with their manager, and then they they fired their manager. And brought in an even better manager, which you don't see that often where you fire someone after doing well to bring in an upgrade. Um, I like their signings. They brought in some good underrated talents last year. So I think I think they can, they'll stay right where they were and uh, we'll put them in 12th for me. In 12th. Yeah, in 12th I have Fulham. Fulham, yep. Um, you know, kind of similar to where they were last year. They ended up like 10th or something like that. Yeah, um, somewhere up there. Somewhere up there. I think they're in the single digits, but somewhere around could, that yeah, area. Yeah, could be in the single digits there. But um, I have them 12th. Same sort of situation with Bournemouth. They don't really have anybody, like, flashy. Like, obviously, Mitrovic put on, like, a, a class season last year for them. But who knows? Like, he might not be staying there much longer with uh, some some rumors around him. But I don't know. Nothing to me screams, like, a Fulham repeat of last season. I think they'll fall a few spots. Melon? 12th at Brentford. Brentford, ooh. I feel like they're not going to be top half the table just because, yeah. like, Tony is a big loss, and I feel yeah. like it's going to put a lot... And Mbwemo's hurt, right, hurt right now, so that's yeah. already another loss. I feel like they have a lot of guys that are going to have to come up and prove a bit, and they're losing David Raya, who is a really yeah. strong keeper, mm-hmm. and I feel like there is a lot of question marks around these next keepers. I know a lot of people are saying... FPL-wise, Flecken is a great choice and all this, but <laughs> Flecken. from what I've heard preseason, he hasn't been the best yeah. keeper either, yep. so I, f- I feel like there's a lot of question marks around that team, and I feel like they are due f- to drop off a little bit. Yeah, I, I feel that for sure, but now on Raya, just quickly, as Liam's going to take a piss, <laughs> that interest in Arsenal is really interesting to me, because I don't really understand... <laughs> That I get you're in the UCL, but I feel like Ramsdale was one of the best keepers in the league last year, and now you want to spend $40 million to bring in Raya. I feel I, they're pretty equal on talent. I, like, yes, you want to have strong competition. I mean, you see that with Kepa and Robert Sanchez at Chelsea, but, like, I'm not... Why would you spend that $40 mil when you have a solid, solid goalkeeper already? I was going to say, like, I don't... I don't understand it but at the same time I do understand it right because like obviously what the, I think the problem with that Arsenal team last year is what they didn't have enough depth so they ran out of gas at, by the yeah. end of the season they weren't able to withhold City's late season form yeah so I feel like going out and getting 
all these depth players is smart. Like, I feel like that's, like, keeping party. Like, yeah. I know he's whatever, whatever surrounding him. He, still, he's yeah, yeah, a solid yeah, yeah, bench yeah. midfielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can come play these no-nonsense, no like, group matches in the Champions League, right? Or play against some of the weaker teams in the Prem. Yeah. But I feel like 40 mil on a backup, not a backup keeper, but a but keeper yeah. that's going to play 50% of the games, that's a lot of fucking money. Like, that's... Yeah. That's more than most teams are willing to spend on their main goal. Like yeah. there's or their starting attacker even. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like yeah. it's just it's a lot. I feel like it's who who else was go- buying for him? <sighs> Don't me- I was was it was Byron, right? Yes, Byron were in for him. Byron were in for him, yes, yes. Byron were in for him. But yeah. I mean like even then it's like if it was another Prem team, like yeah. say it was a top team like fucking Tottenham or like yep. somebody else is looking to take a step up like I can see you going in and be like okay no we don't want to see that happen we'll take we'll, yeah. we'll spend the money on them but if it's a team like Bayern who's not really going to affect you unless you play them in the Champions League like yeah I don't see the point in spending 40 mil yeah Brighton or uh, Brentford's not gonna be in the Champions League anytime soon <laughs> at least I don't think according to this prediction but uh coming in 11th I have a team which is either going to do I think 11th or relegation battle, and that is West Ham. <laughs> they sold Skamaka, which I think needs to get gone. They just sold Vlasic. They have all that Declan Rice money. Uh, they're bringing in they Edson just, Alvarez. Yeah, they just signed Alvarez. I, they want to bring in Maguire and, and, McTominay. and McTominay for a 60 mil package, but I don't think they're replacing well enough. They need a competent striker. Um, Antonio, I don't think can do it all season. I think it's going to be... We were linked to him for a bit. Yeah. I think it's going to be a big season for Bowen. Uh, that midfield is leaving a lot to be desired. I mean, even Suchek, uh, Alvarez, and Paqueta, like that, I don't think is good enough. The defense is okay. The keeper situation's okay. Um, but definitely going to be a very interesting season for West Ham. So I have them 11th. Liam, who do you got finishing 11th? I, just like you, have West Ham at 11th. Um, I think you look at their forwards, and if they get cooking, there's a lot of talent up there, but like you said, there's a few gaps in the midfield which could lead to a lot of problems on their end. And similar to you, I think they finish 11th or way further down. Um but, uh, yeah, I also have them at 11th. Interesting. 10th, I have Brentford. I think, uh, yes, Tony will be out. They, they're going to lose Raya. But I think the thing about Brentford is they're very good at replacing players. Um, they always seem to kind of – they're kind of like a lesser Brighton. They always seem to have someone that can fill that role and do just as well. Um, I think Damsgaard could come out and, and surprise this season. He didn't really do much last year coming from Sampdoria. Um, but yeah, I have 11th or sorry, 10th for Brentford, uh, just purely off Tony out for half the season. Um, they do have, I think his name's Kevin Shade or Shade, something. Yeah. Um, the he, German good. Yeah, he's pretty highly touted there as well. I've heard some good things, but for me, uh, 10th for Brentford. Well, 11th, I have a Crystal Palace since you skipped over me there. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. No worries, no worries. I I think they'll, they're always mid table, so who the fuck gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. They can go in my yeah. 11th spot. I have West Ham at 10th. Okay. I just think last year was their first year playing European football. They had a really, like, I don't, I feel like they just didn't manage it well enough. And, like, I feel like there was a lot of, um, a lot of pressure on them to do well, and they cracked under it. So this year, there's a little less pressure. 
they lost some players, so they can just go ahead and go out and just ball this year. So I feel like the mid-table finish is more appropriate for them. Nice. Liam? I have um, Brentford 10th as well. Nice. Um, I think they're just going to stay similar to where they were last year. Nice. Not much to my explanation there. Ninth. You want to start it off, Liam? Ninth? Ninth, I have Brighton. I have Brighton at ninth. You know, they, they took a hit losing McAllister, but, you know, like we saw last year, Solly March was phenomenal for them. Mitomo was phenomenal for them. They have a Stupinon who was also really class for them. I think they're going to finish in the top 10. Um, and uh, But I don't see them really moving from that position much because I, my top eight are teams, I think, that are, are going to be fighting could even be interchangeable for my top four in that top eight spot and i don't think brighton really meets their requirements to fit in that so i have them ninth ninth i also have brighton same uh and so does melon i guess but i mean if they lose kaiseido that's gonna be huge he's not training with them anymore um packed up all those things apparently today uh like you said McAllister, big loss i don't i'm not sure about this new keeper they brought in but uh, i guess we'll see what happens? The um, interesting thing about Brighton, though, is the keeper that there's going to start for them started like 50% of the games last year. In, in Steel? Yeah. I don't know if Steel can be... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's like a one-season wonder. They did bring in that Belgian keeper who's pretty highly touted, but the one thing that really makes me put Brighton ninth is Europe. I'm not quite sure they have the depth to be playing, when, or I guess it's Europa League, so Thursday... Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, uh, for majority of the weeks throughout the season. So I'm definitely going to slap them ninth. But Deserby's a class manager. They always seem to spawn in some random wonder kid out of nowhere that just takes the league by storm. So who knows? Brighton could be a team that surprises, but uh, we all have them ninth. I just want to. I just want to correct you. Verbuggen is Dutch. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No one. <laughs> sorry. My my apologies. Dutch national team goal. <laughs> okay. Well, anything on, on uh, Brighton there, Melon? I think losing Caicedo is going to hurt them. I feel like, honestly, I feel like they're a team that could drop maybe a little bit further than we have them all ranked. ranked. But, um, no, I feel like mid-table, just above mid-table is probably where they'll sit. Because I think they are a quality team still. And Deserby is really good manager, so. Nice. Now we have eighth place. This one for me is very dependent on what Bayern Munich does. Now it's came out they have reject Spurs have rejected 100 million for Kane to Bayern Munich. So who knows? Maybe he stays. But in eighth, I have Spurs. I, I mean, like will Sun re- we find his form? How will this new manager do? You know, Kulusevski and Sun were inconsistent. Kane really carried that team. James Madison now is a boost. The midfield, I'm not quite sure how that's going to look. look. Like, I hate Hoijberg. Their defense is just, a, is just a mess. Maybe they bring in Tab Soba. They just brought in that fellow from Wolfsburg. Vandeven. And then their keeper, Loris, was dog shit last year. They have Vicaro or something uh, from Empoli, I believe. Who knows how he's going to do. Italians usually never do too well in the Prem. But 8th, I have Spurs. Yes, I'm biased. I fucking hate Spurs. But I think that's pretty fair. In eighth, I have Chelsea. Um, 
on paper that team has what? so much talent what but they i just don't think what? they're gonna it's gonna be like last year they won't come together um you guys always have issues with injuries uh like we just saw now um uh and kunku's out for like three weeks he said I just don't see, especially with uh, the teams I have above them, I, I don't see Chelsea. Um, who knows? Spurs could drop with all the rumors around Kane, but uh, I have the good old Chelsea FC in there. Well, My eighth spot. Outrageous. Little, I got a little bit of a different route. I think it's going to be Villa. Villa. I feel like they are European football this year, right? So. Yeah. I mean, they made a lot of strong signings. Like Pau Torres, like it's a really good signing. Diaby's good, but I feel like they still have, they still aren't prem proven, right? So, like, yeah, it's hard, it's be hard be to a, say. It's gonna, they're gonna be a solid team, and I feel like they're gonna give a lot of teams problems. But I feel like, I don't know. I just see a lot of bounce back years for those big six teams that didn't do well. So yeah. I have to, I have to take those places and drop Villa to eighth. Well, in seventh, I've Aston Villa. I think this is going to be a huge year for Villa. I'm very, very high on Villa. I like the way Emery's got them playing. I think a front three of Bailey, if he can stay healthy, Watkins and Diaby is lethal. Not much finishing up there, but a ton of pace. I think Watkins had a great season last year. I think their midfield's looking good. I think, um, what's that fella's name there? Came from Marseille, Kamara. Bubakar Kamara's great. I think John McGinn always has a screamer in his locker. Tielemans is great. Louise is underrated. And then I think I love what they're doing with their defense. Digne, Diego Carlos, now that he's back this year. Pau Torres, Emmy Martinez in goal, Maddie Cash. I think that's a solid, solid team. I have them finishing seventh if all things go to plan in my head. I don't really think I need to explain more. I also have Villa seventh, and you kind of touched upon everything there. So That one? Seventh, I have Tottenham. Oh, okay. I feel like they will bounce back. Well, that's kind of what they were last year. Once they were same. Yeah, seven. same same area. I feel like they're gonna be a strong team. If Kane stays, that team is gonna be a. They could shock a lot of people, I think. But at the same time, there is a lot of question marks about their midfield. I feel like Basuma should get a shot this year. I feel like they brought him in last year and he didn't really do got the chance. So. Their defense, I'm excited about, actually. Uh, I think Romero's fine. He's not a fan to have, like, yeah. not as hyped up as he sh- should have been, but I'm excited to actually see Poro and Udogi. Udogi doggy. Udogi doggy. But, yeah, I'm excited to see those two play. So. Sixth? Who do we got at six, boys? I have Spurs at sixth. Spurs at sixth? I, I, yeah. Go ahead. Sir. Sorry, I was just I, – I think they could easily, like – I don't know. I think Spurs could easily drop to like maybe ninth, eighth. I don't know. They could drop to like fucking they, fourteen. They, they could drop to fourteenth for all we know. But yeah. um, I'm I'm being the optimist here. Let's just for the sake of the season. They they have Kane. They have Sun, and I think Sun Sun kind of had a little bit of an off year last year. But I, I think he, he was will, hurt though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was exactly. he was hurt for a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I don't see them going top four by any means, but I think sixth is a solid finish for them. I wouldn't be surprised if they come out hot and like start like 15 points in six games. Like yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all, but then they'll cool off. Sixth? I have them sixth. I have Newcastle. I also have Newcastle. I have them dropping off significantly. I think yeah. their team does not have... They, they have a couple yeah. stars. They have a couple stars. They Let's be honest. Stars. Isaac, Tonali, I think is going to be great. I feel like... 
I feel like a lot of their season is going to depend on how well Tenali does and how well he adjusts. I think a lot of their season is going to be dependent on how good their mediocre players will do. We saw oh, yeah. last year their mediocre players shine, play at a level way above what you expect from them. Can they do it again? Do they have the depth? They're in the Champions League. They do not have the depth to be playing in the Champions League and then a game on the weekend. Like, am I really going to see Joe Willick starting in the Champions League against whoever? I mean, it could be Real Madrid or, or think, something like that. Or Sean Longstaff or whatever. I think Tina Livermento is a great sign yes. for Trippier. Because yeah. it, it gives them the option to give Trippier a break. Yep, I'm a big fan of Livermento, but I still I don't see the depth there. Especially in some attacking areas like Almiron. Like, you're going to go in the season with Almiron. Harvey Barnes, even. Very streaky player. Isaac's good. Wilson's great, but he can never stay fit. Uh, six for me, Newcastle. Number five. Who do we have there, folks? I have Newcastle fifth. Newcastle fifth. I, they'll, I think they'll drop, they'll drop from third, but I, I think they will... Um, I think fifth is a solid finish for them. I think they still have the, the talent. You know, they... I think Tenali is going to make or break what happens with them this year, but I, they have so much offensive potential. I just see them finishing like fifth. Oh, fifth. They have Chelsea fifth. I feel like it's it's definitely going to be a bounce back here for them. They have to, or else they're in a lot of fucking trouble. But no, I'm. I think they definitely rebuilt their squad faster than anybody ever, anybody else can. Yep. But, uh, no, I think they've made some good signings. I think, like, Nkunku is going to be a solid player. Like, Nicholas Jackson has been a really solid surprise for them, I think. Like, I didn't know enough about the guy to even make yeah. a judgment call, but he's been surprisingly he good. Yeah. Can, Great. Yeah, like, I feel like even your defense, like, you guys signed whoever the fuck you want. So. <laughs> Any like, French Lafon player. Diossi comes in. Yeah. You have Matty Achille. We're like T'Challa right now, which... Honestly, for a loan, like if we bring him in on loan, wouldn't be that bad. I feel like it's a solid, solid option. But like, yeah, you guys have a lot of options, and even Robert Sanchez is a solid keeper. So yeah, like especially his backup. I think that's good for twenty-five mil. Livermento yeah. paid that signing off because we had the sell on on him, which was good e- business. Even fucking like Kepa or Robert, like they're both yeah. gonna be solid, like number one. So yeah. Well, fifth. We just said fifth. Uh, yeah, but I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. You just popped. fifth. I have Manchester United. Manchester United. I'm not very big on this whole United hype. Hoysland doesn't move me. Does not move me at all. 80 million? Blood had nine goals last year in the Serie A. Blood. Don't care how young he is. Sancho? Washed. Anthony? Useless. Bruno Fernandez, crybaby. Rashford, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Rashford's fair enough. Casemiro, red card. You're looking at that camera, and I know there's one person you're picturing. I don't even know who they're talking who, to right Who's now. rather midfielder that they just signed? You're so funny. Mason Mount, dog meat. Fucking dog shit. <laughs> Traitor. Traitor. Luke Shaw, chill well better. Lissandra Martinez, midget. <laughs> Onana, yeah, he's all, I mean, it's all right. <laughs> Manchester United fifth. I'm not moved. Damn. Fourth. Who you guys got? I have Arsenal fourth. What? I, I have Arsenal. <laughs> what? I have Arsenal fourth. Okay. 
I think they're. Uh, I don't know. They. I think they. I don't think they'll be second. Because we all know who's coming first. That's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, the team I have in third is going to make a, a, a good bounce back and and. You know, I wonder who's in third degree. <laughs> cause some, uh, ca- cause some trouble. Um, I don't know. I don't think Arsenal is going to repeat what they did last year. They ha- Don't get me wrong. They have a phenomenal team, but uh, I think the three I have in front of them are just going to be in better form this year. Melon, I have United fourth. Well, I mean they're they're solid squad. I feel like Ten Hag is a good manager, so. I know a lot of people don't really believe in all the hype around them. Yeah. Obvi- evidently. I mean, I like them, but. <laughs> evidently. Uh, but I think they're, they still have a solid squad. I feel like there is a lot of question marks. I'm not 100% yeah. sold on a whole end either. Hodgland. Wow, well, yeah, whatever. Whatever the fuck. Hog rider. I don't. I'm not 100% <laughs> set. Hog I don't rider. understand the 70 mil it's price a great tag on them name. or whatever. Yeah. Hog rider. Sorry. But yeah, I feel like they're still a solid squad. Coming in fourth for me, I have Liverpool. I have Liverpool in fourth. This is very dependent on if they bring Lavia in. Because they have no holding midfielder right now. They literally have McAllister, Salbo Sly, and Vibes. But, um... Trent. Well, yeah, but who fucking knows who's going to play with Trent. And if they do put Trent, maybe they're going to have to do the inverted thing. They don't have cover for him. Whatever. That's a different story. But I like their attack. They have great depth up front. Nunez, Gakpo, Jota, Diaz, Salah. Their midfield leaves the question if they bring in Lavia. I love it. I think it's class. And then defense, any defense with Van Dyke in it is great. And, of course, the best keeper in the entire league, Allison, between the sticks. So I have Liverpool coming fourth place. Third, I have Liverpool in third. Oh, um, I think they're going to bounce back from where they were last year. McAllister is a great addition to their midfield. Mm-hmm. They're offensively sound. I think we're going to see. Um, also, I think we're going to see a great second season from Darwin Nunez. I think uh, last year there was the whole um, <laughs> at the start of the season, the, the whole start of the season yeah. where there was the the Holland Nunez debate. And I think we just we just brutal. wanted someone. We just wanted someone to compare. Holland yeah, but there there's no comparison there. No, I don't there. Think anybody wanted to. It was just Liverpool. It was just delusional. Liverpool fans <laughs> yeah. being delusional. There was no comparison there. But I I do think towards the end of the season Nunez was starting to find a little bit of a groove. Throwing Gakpo in the mix, Diaz healthy. Yeah, I think it's going to. Healthy. Yeah, I th- I think uh, we're gonna see a, a great performance from a Liverpool team this season. I think I have Liverpool as well at third. I think they're going to be a very high-scoring team. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of that. I, I feel like their season is literally gonna be the last game of last season. It's gonna be what there was against Southampton, where they're gonna allow a lot of goals. I think. I feel like defensively they haven't really gotten a whole lot better. Yeah. But I feel like attacking-wise, they're going to be strong. So they're going to be able to beat a lot of teams just based on the fact that they can score more goals. But a lot of those bigger games they're going to have to play, I feel like they're going to get smoked. Well, in third place, I have Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea! The vibes are back. The vibes are back at the team. Uh, we look happy. We look like a competent team. I know it's preseason. Potch, I know I said I didn't want you to come in because you used to manage Spurs. You know, I'll try and look past that. We look good. Our young players look phenomenal. We keep signing these random children from Brazil. They look good. Nicholas Jackson. Random children from Brazil. <laughs> Nicholas Jackson. Next, Drogba. 
Who knows? But we don't have Europe. We can spend the whole week focusing on our team who we have coming next. I like our depth. Um, I like our players. I'm happy to watch. I'm excited to watch my team again. It's way better than under Graham Potter or fucking Frank Lampard. Great player. Love you, Frank. Shit manager. I'm sorry. Agreed. Um, but <laughs> I was finishing third. I'm so excited for this season. And Kunku, I just looked out for two months, so he'll miss eight games. Jesus. But, but Carney Chukwameka is going to step in there, and he's a fucking baller. Third place, Chelsea. Second, Arsenal. Arsenal. I love what they did to their squad. I love that they gave us $65 million for Kai Havertz. Declan Rice is a huge upgrade, but I don't think they have what it takes. Melon? City's just too good, eh? I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. I feel like Ar- Arsenal... Could... I feel like it's going to be a close race this year. No, I feel like it could be a very similar season as this year. Or last year, sorry. But Arsenal might be able to hold it out this season. Possibly, but I still have City number one, just because it's fucking City, and yeah. they just signed fucking Gavardiol and Kovacic yeah. and half yeah. the fucking Croatian team that made the fucking finals and whoever else the fuck they want. Yeah. So, second, I have United. Um, I think they're going to uh, shock the world, and um, I see United coming second. Rashford is just class. Um, We'll see what Hogrider does up there. Yeah, like you said, nine goals in the Serie A, but I think uh, they have the offense they need there. Their midfield's pretty solid too, I think, and then they have uh, they have the defensive core they need. I think it's going to be a battle between, not much of a battle, but I think uh, United's going to be in there for the second spot. And then first, City. City. When you have Erling Holland up front. There's no question. Kevin De Bruyne behind him. There's no question. Not much needs to be said on that. However, I think it's going to be a very, very cro- close top four this race this year. I think we could see things decided by only a get margin of like five to seven points, which would be great for the league uh, overall. Yeah. Any thoughts on City? I know Liam, you got a ton. Melon? It's fucking city. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said. And then to round out the show, we're going to do some quick fire predictions. Who do you guys have as your biggest surprise this season? Burnley. Are we talking teams or players? Teams or players. I did a player, but you could Burnley. I I did, uh, well, I mean, player and team at Aston Villa. And I think I I really want to see Moussa Diaby do some wonders. Yeah, so you Um, think surprise as well? Yeah, Diaby and then maybe throw in McAllister there too. Not that it would be a big surprise because he played well with Brighton last year, but... Do you have a player for a big surprise? Go ahead for yourself, think. Well, for my big surprise team, I put Bournemouth because I think staying where they are or even maybe even going higher would be very, very good for Bournemouth. And then my biggest surprise player, Darwin Nunez. I could see him having a breakout year this year. Oh, Darwin, Darwin. Melon, I'll let you think of a surprise player. Dan Juma. No. I think, I think Dan no. Juma's going to be very good. Hog rider. <laughs> no. Fuck, I don't, I don't even know, man. Well, so Tarkowski. No. Move on then. FPL Gem. Who do you think is going to be an FPL gem? For me, I have Enciso from Brighton. I have him on my team right now. I think he can put put up some points. He's cheap. 
I'm riding with NC so for my FPL gem. Like, what do you mean by gem? Like a, a guy who's a like, player you don't think many people will have. That's all, oh. that that uh, you think, or it could be someone like Erling Holland. <laughs> I was gonna say Holland because he's gonna get gem. yeah, he's gonna get every point possible. Uh, I think a gem would probably be fuck James Madison. James Madison, that's a good shout. Like, I feel like he gets like a r- fucking class striker ahead of him now that he can put the ball into. So. I think a lot of points. He'll he'll have a jump this season in points for sure. Liam? Uh, it's, it's supposed to be quick fire. Just yeah, say a name. I don't know. Like I, I think I have him in my team right now because I want to see how he does in the first week. Prop could get removed depending on how he does, but I'm going to say Diaby again. Diaby I don't again. think. You're really riding with Diaby. I know. I, I love him. Love the guy. Top five goal scorers next season. Here's who I got. Holland, obviously. Salah, two. Kane, three. Ollie Watkins, four. Darwin Nunez, five. Jeez. Mine was Holland, one. Yep. Kane, two. Yep. Salah, three. Yep. Rashford, four. Ooh. And then... My struggle with the fifth. I don't know. I, I don't know why I just threw him in there. Laugh you want I put Sokka up there. Bukayo Sokka. Could be. <laughs> okay. Cover Lewin. I know this is like this is very dependent on what happens, but I have yeah. Kane one. Okay. Holland two. Oh Watkins three. Oh Salah four. Oh. And a fifth I'm kinda stuck on. I feel like it could be a Newcastle player, but at the same time I feel like it, it just depends. Like if Chelsea does well, I feel like Nicholas Jackson or Nkunku, whoever's playing that top spot, could easily have it. But if Nkunku's out now for two months. Yeah. Then maybe give it to an Arsenal guy like Martinelli or Saka. So I don't know. The five spot I'm kind of not set on. Best signing. Lionel Messi. Yeah, it's pretty obviously Messi. <laughs> I mean, he's absolutely <laughs> ripping that Seven league. Goals, <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Like the free kick last night was an absurd. He's taking. He's he's single handedly taking Miami <laughs> out of like last second yeah. last place. You know what's yeah. crazy? Like none of these games have actually been for the league. Yeah, none of them have like, been league games. Wasn't it's all last like night, like, or, yeah. yeah, no, it wasn't even like it's last like a night. Cup. Was a, yeah, it's, it's a cup. still sick. But, but Premier League best signing. Premier League best. No, we all know Messi's the best. Premier League best. Like, <laughs> I put Diaby. I think he could really. Yeah. I think he could really impress. But you know, but coming over from the Bundesliga again, Bundesliga players always have a lot of hype. Never really turn out in the Prem, Liam. I'm gonna say McAllister for Liverpool. Nice. I. Uh, they were really missing a solid guy in there, yeah. and McAllister's him. I was gonna say for the money, McAllister. McAllister. And he's Prem proven. Yeah. So yeah. Why the, yeah. Most so. assists. I De Bruyne. put. I put Harry Kane. Yeah, I'll give it to Odegaard. I'm gonna put De Bruyne or yeah. Trossard. Young player of the season, I put Chukwameka. My star boy. Levi Colwell. Ooh, nice. Liam. Julian Alvarez. <laughs> Julian Alvarez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And flop of the season, I put Kai Havertz or Mason Mount. I put Nkunku. Ooh. Flop of the season. Romelu Lukaku to Juventus. Flop of the season. I don't even. I was gonna say I have to like look at half these fucking transfers because there's been so many. But fuck, I feel like they just get lost. I don't know. How do you think Jao Felix is gonna do this season? I don't even know where he's gonna play. But flop, flop of the season. Flop of the season. Fuck me. Oh. Um. <laughs> whoa. Oh goddamn. I'm gonna say. Come on, think, buddy. Sabor's lie. 
Sabosly? Zaborsly. I feel like, not that he's going to be the flop of the season, but I feel like he's just not going to live up to as much hype. As much hype as he's getting. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Five Back Podcast. Leave a like, leave a subscribe, leave a five-star rating on whatever audio platform you're listening to. We will be not back next week for the start of the Premier League. Fellas, anything you want to say before we go? See ya. <laughs> Up the fucking dog.